What's up, fam, and welcome to the Mostly Normal Gamers, Gamers Podcast, episode 88. Woo! AJ's not here to do that, so I'll do it for him. Woo! We're... <laughs> Q80s, we're... woo. Exactly. <laughs> we are recording on Wednesday, February 24th. That's right, the day before the PlayStation Direct, so we can make asses of ourselves yet again another week in a row. <laughs> uh, I am one of your hosts, John Swanson. Joining me today is my co-host, Angie Stellar Smalls. How's it going, Angie? Good, good. Just, you know, getting to calm down after the afternoon, but pretty good. It's sun. It's sunny outside. It's yeah. not like negative 35 and cold and gray. It's very un-Minnesota today <laughs> for February, for sure. Oh, and yeah. Angie luckily made it. She almost died on her way home oh, to twice. try to make this twice. Yeah. It's hardcore. So yeah. thankfully she didn't. So no, she can record though. with me, obviously. We're good. A little sweaty, but we're good. <laughs> uh, this week on the pod, we'll be talking about our feelings, mostly. Uh, and by that, I mean our feelings regarding the Nintendo Direct from last week and the PlayStation news that we've gotten thus far this week, as well as some of our feelings on what we think we might see from them tomorrow on the Direct, uh, or not Direct, the PlayStation State of Play. And then also, this just came in as, like, right before we were recording. Luckily, Chris is all over it with the news today. And uh, Anthem is dead. They killed it. EA killed it. So we'll talk a little bit about that. But first, we'll go through the lowdown. If you want to be part of the conversation or if you have a pressing question that you want us to weigh in on, you can reach us at MN Gamers Podcast on Twitter. If you don't use Twitter, you can send an email the old-fashioned way to podcast at mostly normal gamers.com and that is our website which i recently updated and like completely jacked up so well i didn't completely jack it up i think i'm just giving myself a little bit of a hard time but like somehow our social media links like didn't transition correctly basically i gotta go back in there and fix some stuff so it's not fully updated but it's slightly more updated and slightly more jacked up than it was (laughs) two weeks ago so i don't know i'm still not on there you are you are. I don't see it. Oh, maybe it didn't publish right. See, I'm not a web developer. I, I shouldn't be trusted with these things, but here we are. Well, I am. I can help. Oh, oh with the other, there you go. You. Oh, yeah. Maybe that would be a good thing to do rather than <laughs> me being days. in control of it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you can go to said jacked up website and mm-hmm. uh, sign up for our newsletter, Mostly Normal Monthly, either at the website or mngamers.substack.com. And back issues can also be found at that URL, mngamers.substack.com. That said, let's get into what we were playing. Angie, let's start with you. Oh, man. So I wasn't on last time, but I had mentioned that I was going to get some other games besides Breath of the Wild. Because I feel like maybe some people are like, okay, I'm done hearing about that game. <clears throat> But I have been playing, I did play Breath of the Wild for a little bit, found an island where you had to, they stripped you of all of your things, and you had to just wing it and try to figure shit out and collect random stuff and find a shrine. It was weird, but oh, yeah, that's also right. interesting. That's not yeah. even just the DLC. There's a DLC that starts you with like nothing, and then you kind of like try to work your way up. But oh, I, really? I forgot about the island that does that too. Yeah, I had no, I just came across. I went to go search for the island because I wanted some of those hardy blue shell crabs because those are awesome. But no, it's what happened. And I was like, um, okay, I guess we're doing this. So that was interesting. But um, 
I've also played No Man's Sky. That I love a lot. I've only played it for like about an hour or two, but oh man, it's so cool. So you're this person that is just wakes up on this island and or not island, this planet, and you have to figure out like why your plane or rocket or whatever you call it, your like ship, why your ship crashed. You had to build it, rebuild it, and then you could have travel travel along the other planets that are in there. And you can like go into light speed. It's freaking awesome. You can. Uh, the I've heard it's pretty characters. built out these days. Are you playing that on? I'm playing on my Game PC. Or, oh, okay. Yeah, well, through it's Xbox Game Pass through PC. If that. Oh, makes gotcha. Any yeah. Sense. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. But yes. You. But um. So I've been playing that. That was really awesome. The elements are really interesting, and their creatures are really way more interesting than I thought that they would be. Um, tried Among Us for a little bit. That is also very interesting. Had a random... <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. I was the imposter once, and I had no idea what I was doing, and they figured it out right away. So, uh, there's that. Um, not a good We imposter. need to work on your lying. I know. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, I'll figure it out one of these days, but one guy... I heard that this happens quite often, but there was one person that came in and was like, hey, who wants to date me? Does anybody want to date me? And I'm like, dude, no. don't do not do that. Don't do that. Nobody <laughs> so wants So you were playing with randos, I take it? Yeah. Yep. There's a bunch of random people. It was fun after like that dude left because he just kept asking people to date him. And I was like, it's <laughs> not happening. We're not match.com. Um and then I tried Sea of Thieves. That's the last one that I've tried. And that was also with the Game Pass for PC. Yeah. Uh, also with randos? Yes. <laughs> and uh, the first time I played it was really interesting, though. I've never played it before, but people have been saying, oh, this game's really awesome. You need to play it. I'm like, sure, okay. You know, I, I'll be a pirate for a little bit. Um, there, I couldn't get my mic to work, so... That was really hard. So it's hard to play the game without a mic. I'll say that. You need to be able to communicate with even the randos that you're playing with. for sure. Um, (laughs) But this guy, one guy was the only guy with a mic. And then it was me and this other person that had to, like, type with her keyboard, obviously. But he was very theatrical. So it made it really fun. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just going to do stuff. And I was like, tell me if I'm doing anything wrong or tell me what to do if like, I need to drop the anchor or if I need to raise the sail or turn it or something. So it was nice to have him just tell me what I need to do because just going into it, I like I have no idea what – I kept saying A for some reason, like a Canadian. Because you're Canadian? <laughs> I don't – apparently, yeah. I don't know. But um, that game was fun. I do want to play it again if I could get my mic system to work with that. But. Yeah, it's unfortunate they haven't. So there's no like pinging system like there is in Apex or anything where you can just like kind of. I don't know how people do it exactly, but you just like look at something and press a button and it pings it and it like brings everybody's attention to it. You know what I mean? Not that I figured out. I could be wrong, but I only played it for a little bit. Um, yeah. And I I just couldn't couldn't. You had to like press T to type whatever you want to talk about uh, or to chat, I guess. Um, and then they have on the controller, they have, um, I, I use my Xbox controller when I was playing, but you can, there's certain phrases you can say, like A, what I was saying, but you can yeah. be, like lower the anchor, like the quick little ones that you can say there, but I didn't use them that often because I, again, I had no idea what I was doing. I was kind of just throwing myself in there to see what happened. Yeah. 
sunk a few ships, found some treasure chests, and went to a boss right away. And I was like, why are we doing this? Because I'm going to fail. Died twice. That was fun. And then I had to like sail the ship myself back to them because they didn't die. Oh. <laughs> that, that was hard <laughs> to, to do that by yourself. But I made it, which was crazy. Nice. And how'd the bass bottle end up? The what? Bass, bass bottle. Bass bottle or... If you're saying it correctly, boss battle. Boss battle? Did I say yeah. that the first time? Probably. Yeah. No, it um, it was this crazy pirate lady, like ghost lady, and she's like, "You're coming to my island? Like this isn't gonna work." And I'm like, "Um, okay." I just she kept like throwing like flame balls at me. I'm like, "I'm just I'm gonna get out of here." Then the ship just went up in flames. So <laughs> like take a bucket and like take the flames out and then get the water out of the ship. And then boarded. It was just a shit show. I ate raw chicken. I didn't die, which was crazy. Nice. Didn't know how that happened. But are people still getting like really like in the game, getting really drunk and throwing up and stuff? Is that still a thing? Um, <laughs> uh, the people that I was playing with, no. But I did. I got drunk on accident in that game. I oh. didn't realize that's what I was doing, and I did it. And I was like, "Why was everything all tipsy? Is it just because I'm on a ship?" And then I threw up everywhere, and I was like, "Well, there's that." There you go. And it was all over the map, yeah. Too. That was interesting. Like a high schooler at their first party. Oh yeah, I had one grog. <laughs> I think that's what they called one grog. Just like took it back and threw up everywhere. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, it looks like you've been taking advantage of your game pass. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I I've been playing a little bit of Master Chief too, but I figured that's kind of basic. Yeah. Just I saw it. Player. Code Vein went on there this week. Oh, well, it's been on console, I think, for a little while, but it came out on PC now. Oh, really? So, yeah, it might. It's like anime Dark Souls, I guess. Yeah. So now that I'm into Souls games, you know, I'm one of those people <laughs> who doesn't talk about anything. It's like being picking up Dark Souls is like starting to do CrossFit, like becomes all you talk about and think about is Souls games. Oh, you games. are one of those. I know. And I don't, <laughs> I'm sure I'll get over it. But it is kind of cool to learn more and more about these games and like how they work and the intricacies of their lore and stuff. And one thing that I have learned in playing Bloodborne is uh, I'm a good good ways into it. I'm guessing hopefully by this time next week uh, I'll be I will have finished it. I'm hoping because I'm a good ways into it right now. And uh, sweet, yeah. And I, I'm learning a lot about like the lore you know how they always say these games have don't really have a story they have lore Mm -hmm. and i'm finding that just because your lore is convoluted and hard to follow doesn't mean it's interesting because if there's one thing i don't care about and i'm sure people will hate me for saying this and that's fine but like (laughs) the storyline isn't i don't find it terribly interesting um it is kind of cool and it's incredibly hard to follow i don't know how you would ever gather this information without just interviewing the people who made it because you can't deduce these like plot points on your own like unless you follow it very closely or played the game a hundred times or something so um it's kind of cool playing it along with a walkthrough so that i can get more of the information but that also has made me be like well this is really hard to follow but it's also not very interesting so um, it's a good thing. The gameplay is really good. And the just the RPG mechanics of it, just how you can manipulate the game to like 
you can bend it to your will if you want to. It is certainly difficult, but like if a boss is a certain type of enemy and, uh, you know, susceptible to a certain damage type, you can like fix your character and their weapon to like afflict that damage. You know what I mean? And you can also protect yourself more from the damage that they inflict based on what it is, what type of enemy it is. So it's very cool from that standpoint. It's a very, it's fantastic RPG and action game. So I totally can see why this game is so well-renowned and why the souls games are so well-renowned because there is a, a ton of depth, not only to the, lore like i was talking about but they do put a lot of time and effort into developing these systems so well it gives you complete control over all of your equipment and everything like that right and like your stats and stuff yeah you can kind of alter them how you would like yeah and it's it's weird so like this boss i was trying to beat this morning was like a considered a kin type enemy okay and so i applied uh you can apply gems to your weapons. And I applied like a gem that like increased my attack against kin enemies by like a massive amount, like 16.5% or something. And then applied a couple other gems and it's also uh, susceptible to bolt damage. So I used bolt paper and I just like beat the shit out of it. So it's like, but I would have never known that unless you read about it, which I did on the like fandom wiki or whatever. So it doesn't Um, give you that kind of clarification as you're going through the game. You kind of just have to figure shit out yourself. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's kind of nice where you can like, you know, try to use your imagination or try to figure things out, but also like a little bit of guidance as to like what they do or what they're for would be helpful. I would imagine. And you can, I mean, people do gather it from the game, but I, I mean, you would, like I said, you'd have to play the game several times i would imagine in order to gather the information that you need in order like i had no idea what a kin type enemy was until i read it on the fandom wiki that this was a kin type enemy and i was like oh okay so and this makes much more sense yeah exactly <laughs> and so i'll add this and this and then i'll beat the crap out of it and that right. works that way so i don't know it's very cool from that that aspect and uh i'm looking forward to finishing it out i'm having a lot of fun with it i'm glad nothing is bearing down on us to feel like we need to play it right away. Oh, for sure. You know? Yeah. And then Super Mario 3D World, it's uh, still good. I haven't gotten the Bowser's Fury part yet. Uh, oh, so that's it, the, is that the one that just it. came out? Yeah, it's like, well, it's with, yeah, Super Mario yeah. 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think AJ was talking a little bit about it last week, but I think he finished it now. And uh, Jesus. So I was hoping that he would be on to talk about it a little bit, but apparently that's really good. And a lot of people are saying that's where they are hoping or could see them going with the next 3D Mario game. Yeah. So that would be cool. The only thing with the Super Mario 3D World part is it's kind of hard, unless you're paying attention to where your shadow is, to kind of tell where you are relative to something else. So if you like jump and you're it's kind of like isometric. So if you like jump and you think you're going like straight across, but you're actually going like diagonally or something. Oh yeah. So I end up dying or getting myself into trouble a lot by due to that. Um, So I think there's some issues there, but it's a, I mean, it's a very good super Mario game. That's a a pretty small criticism. Um, If you ask me, it's a, 
it's a it's a good game. It's a good game. I think well worth the sixty bucks having considering I've never played it before and also there's a Bowser's Fury that I can dive into afterwards. So So you, can you do the Bowser's Fury like right away if you wanted to or do you yeah. have to Okay. No, it's like uh I'm trying to think like back in the day there were Nintendo games where you could pick between this game or that game or whatever and it's kind of like that or it's like an arcade collection where you can select one or the other and apparently it uses a lot of the same features but the setup is completely different like the gameplay and whatnot are totally different but you know how you like everybody knows what a mushroom does in mario like it's implemented in almost every single mario game even though all the mario games are distinctively different in one way Mm -hmm. shape or form you know yeah it's so, nice to have those similarities between the games with it. Yeah. Make them a little bit different. For sure. And I mean, back to the, like the Dark Souls games, like it's very, it's kind of a similar uh, thread. Like they use different names for things and, but it's all very similar in how it, uh, how you use one item to the next. It might be called something different, but it's very similar to that in a different Souls game or whatever. So kind of cool. Anyway, anything else you want to talk about and what you've been playing? Oh man, just uh, just those games I was mentioning. So Keep I do on recommend that Game Pass. I, seriously, like I'm gonna one of these days I'm gonna try out the Medium too with the Game Pass. Mm. I'm I'm excited about it, but because I scare fairly easily, I'm yeah. assuming that's what's really gonna happen. So I want to record that so people can see my Laugh reaction. Yeah. Um, well, since I use a damn stool versus a computer chair, because I don't have a computer chair for myself, if I fall <laughs> off of it, who knows? Yeah, exactly. You know what else <laughs> you should try is Cyber Shadow, because that's on Game Pass. Ooh, and I played that on Switch, and that was fantastic. I love, I really like that game. That's probably my, I mean, not that I've played a lot of brand new games this year, but that's probably one of my favorite games. Or oh, will that be looks, one of my like, favorite That games. looks like, um, like late 80s, early 90s style. Yeah, it's like a Ninja Gaiden type game. Yeah. It's very cool. Very Love fun. It. Um, but yeah, I would like to hear what you have to say about the medium because it's uh, it's gotten kind of mixed reviews. I, I think it sounds kind of cool, but mm-hmm. I don't, I'm with you. I don't, I scare very easily, which is another reason I kind of have to watch Bloodborne like ahead of time. Yeah. Because you die so frequently and I don't really like getting the shit scared out of me like all the time. And they do. <laughs> Even though Bloodborne or Souls games give you, people always say, oh, you got to get good, which is true because they don't do a lot of cheap stuff. Like if a boss beats you or if an enemy beats you, it's probably your fault because you were doing something wrong. But they do have a lot of like enemies that will like jump out of nowhere and kill you like right away. And then you have to start all over again and you know where that enemy is, but you have to go all the way back through the game. So oh, that's annoying. Um, yeah. For sure. So that's another reason I kind of watch a uh, walkthrough ahead of time. So now I'm yeah, looking I would, at I would want to do the same thing then because I wouldn't want to have to go all the way back. Like, fuck this. I'm just, yeah. I need to know where you are. So I just know to kill you and I continue on For my way. Sure. Well, that's <laughs> what I did with uh, um, Resident Evil 7 because oh, I yeah. played it in VR. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and really? Yeah. How was that? It scared the crap out of me. It was awesome. <laughs> and I, I mean, it was so cool to play a game like that in VR, like if you ask me, that was like the one of the first games that was a game that we're used to, yeah. but in a 3D world, yeah, like or a VR world rather. And uh, it was it was very cool, but it's there were a lot of parts that scared the crap out of me and would have scared me even more so had I just been like playing it without watching ahead and stuff. So um, 
but yeah, it was cool. Yeah, that would be like one of the games that would be if I'm gonna. I haven't done VR yet, but if I'm going to, I would probably want to do something like that. That would actually be just really intense, just to just get into it. Yeah, it's it is definitely that intense as a u- word that you could definitely use to describe <laughs> it. And it there are a lot of jump scares. I know a lot of people don't get scared by jump scares, but I definitely do. And there's a lot of that yep. in there. So I just played the demo actually of the that maiden for resident evil village you know oh yep and it was it's really short um but i don't know if i'm gonna be playing that game or not because bloodborne <laughs> might count for my like horror game for this year i'm not really sure so anyway what do you say we get into some news yeah let's go dive into some nintendo nintendo So I know this is probably old news and certainly will be by the time that everybody is listening to this on Friday, but I still feel like we should talk to about talk about it, especially since you're, uh, are you a pretty big Zelda fan in general or just Breath of oh, the Wild? Oh, or? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. anyway, they, the Nintendo Direct was last week. I think it was either the day we recorded or the day after we recorded. I can't really remember. Yeah. But I pulled this from Adam Bankhurst over at IGN, but it's everything announced at the Nintendo Direct. And what was your favorite thing that you saw? Okay. All time, all the things on here is actually really cool. Um, but I think my favorite is The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. I've never played the game on the Wii U because apparently it was on the Wii U and now it's going to come to the Switch. It was on the Wii. Oh, on the Wii? Sorry. Mm -hmm. My apologies. Well, that means it was on the Wii U too, so that's fine. Okay. Well, whichever. Um, But I'm excited that it's going to come on to the Switch because it will use the Joy-Cons and you could use it like you could play with the Joy-Cons. Like if you're going to, you know, use your sword, you can kind of just like interactive gaming versus sitting on the couch using something handheld. You put mm-hmm. the Joy-Cons in your hands and you do movements like you would when you're holding your shield up or using your sword or whatever. That is very awesome to me, and I'm going to definitely try it when it comes out on um, July 16th of this yeah. year. Um, and then also, I'm totally getting the Skyward Sword-themed Joy-Cons yes. coming out. Yes, 100%. I'm getting them. I'm like... <laughs> Not just because of the game, because I don't even know the game. I, like I haven't never played it before, but just because it's Zelda, right? I'm getting it. Yes, I, I couldn't think, or I don't think you and I could be more aligned on the these two things. Oh. One, so when Skyward Sword came out, like whatever, like a decade ago or whatever it was, um, it also came with like, or you could buy these one to one motion controllers. Yes. So that your sword moved as your like your hand did. Mm-hmm. Um, people might not remember this, but the Wii what didn't have like one to one motion sense like we're used to with like VR these days and everything. Um, we've come a long way in the last decade. Let's put it that way. <laughs> um, and oh, you're right. It did say it says say Nintendo Wii in 2011. It came out must have come out on the the HD collection or the HD version of it must have come out so i apologize you were right but the original came out on the wii anyway it's neither here nor there but i just remember like my you know 20 something year old self 
so stoked to be standing in front of a TV, being able to like basically role play as Link and you block and swing your sword with your hands like one to one, like as you swing your sword, that's how he's swinging his sword. It was just it was awesome. A lot of people didn't like it. How powerful do you feel like when you're doing that? Like I am destroying this. Yeah, exactly. It was it was sweet. It was like I mean, the only thing I can compare it to now, which we're probably used to a little bit is like VR, like VR is the only other thing that uh, we have now that gives you that uh, feeling in a game like it's more visceral, I guess, is a way of putting it. Yeah, with with the hand controls, for sure, because with with VR, you're using your hands a lot and you're moving around, you're doing those things. I know with the the Wii they had before, um, like other things you can buy to play with the games, like a steering wheel or like a fishing pole or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it's different with your when you're using the Joy-Cons and you're using your full on body motion with these things. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah, this game is awesome. I, I can't remember. A lot of people think it's too tutorialized like there's too much of like explanation of what's happening or how to control it or something i don't know a lot of people didn't like it but i i really enjoyed skyward sword i would probably put it in like the top five of my zelda games i would guess nice um and yeah i'm 100 percent with you those joy cons look freaking sweet they do so and it's yeah. awesome they so ones for the sword the joy con as you're playing ones for the shield and they kind of tried to mimic that yeah. You know, as one as a master sword, one's a shield, and I'm like, that is fucking sweet. Yeah. Like, how could you not like that? In no, general? absolutely, it's yeah. badass. So it totally, is. I'm very much looking forward to that. The other thing, I don't play a lot of Smash Brothers or any for that matter, but uh, <clears throat> I did play Xenoblade Chronicles too, and they announced Pyra and Mithra, which is kind of cool because um, Xenoblade Two is a it's a good game, and those are two of the not summons. I can't remember what they're called in the game and I'll screw it up if I try to even guess. So, um, but they're coming. So I thought that was kind of neat, even though I don't, I mean, I'm not in the demographic that they're shooting for. Right. Yeah. I seen that too. And I'm like, I've never really played the Xenoblade Chronicles before, but I looked up, um, one of the Mithra. She looks pretty yeah. sweet. Yeah. Like, and some of her, um, the, some of the things that she can use, it's pretty amazing um, to me. So I'm kind of excited to see how that plays out or maybe even try it when it comes just to try in general. Word. But um, yeah, Super Smash Brothers, I, I didn't get totally into, but the esports club that I was in in college that we had like a Super Smash Brothers tournament. And um, when I played in it, I got second place, but the dude that won first, he apparently was in other tournaments before and he like won them because he's freaking nuts in a good way. But so never was going to beat that. Um, but, but you I got think, second. That's pretty impressive. I mean, I thought I did really well. Clearly. Mass, and I was Daisy the whole time. So, I mean, there's that. Daisy. Which, yeah. Which one's that? So Daisy is like is like the brown haired peach. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gotcha. Yeah. Is that your uh, doppelganger in the Nintendo universe? Yeah, that's what I usually go for because I'm not a blonde. So I'm like, Peach, I like you, but I'm going with Daisy. Yeah, you got to represent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I also thought the golf game was cool. I, I'm a big fan of like Hot Shots Golf, 
I don't really like golf simulation games like the PGA ones, but uh, Hot Shots and those types of games I've always been into. So this, I didn't watch the trailer yet, but um, I've heard it doesn't, it kind of looks like they Mario tennis Mario Golf, which is yeah. a compliment. Because um, <laughs> apparently the single player in the tennis game wasn't fantastic, but I'm hoping that's not the case with this because I'm sure I would love to play it. But Well, I, I mean, I would assume that, you know, any feedback they get and they try to do what they can with it. Um when going on to another game that's similar, especially if they're taking pieces of it or making similarities to the, another game, which is the tennis one, which I haven't played the tennis one, but I've seen, you know, people play it. And this one looked kind of similar. Yes. Um, though I'm not really into golf in general. Um, and I don't really play sports games, but this one looks like it could be kind of fun. The way that they, uh, have it here in the, in the video, but, um, you know, in the trailer or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, again, I definitely find their... Daisy. <laughs> they're way, I think sports games are way better if they're not simulation sports games. Like, uh, you're probably not old enough to remember like, uh, NFL blitz back in the nineties, like oh. late nineties, which was like crazy, uh, violent and aggressive and ridiculous. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know. Like I said, Hot Shots Golf. Have you ever played a Hot Shots Golf game? No. They're they're good. They're just kind of ridiculous. They are. I mean, they are, do. You hit the ball realistically and that kind of thing. So it's a somewhat realistic game in certain extents, but it's definitely more arcadey when it comes to like not only the art style but also how you can make the, the ball move and that kind of thing. So right. Um, I'm guessing this will be more akin to that than. Uh, a simulation so that has me somewhat looking forward to it anything else that stood out to you uh not in particular i know they've made um an also announcement for star wars hunters so i'm kind of curious to see what that would be like yeah um as it's free to play and squad based so you know get your squad together and online multiplayer that bitch see what happens yeah. if you I can saw be chewy and I thought it was a match three game for sure. Yeah. Aren't they the ones that make like Candy Crush and shit? Um, you know, I'm not too positive, but you okay. could, I mean, you could be right. What made know. you, I mean, are you a pretty big Star Wars fan? Uh, yes. I, gotcha. I'm not like, not in the sense of like, I know every single thing about every single movie or book or whatever else that has came out with it but i do like them i've watched every single one of them sure. that have came out um like any most of them had the recent ones had came out like near or around christmas in which that's when my birthday is so for my birthday i would just like go and see star wars that was just like a thing i did so it was kind of awesome nice yeah i think it sounds cool i'm not i don't really do the online multiplayer thing very frequently so i don't know if i'll dive into it i do like star wars but um if you could be chewy i mean wouldn't you want to try it out <laughs> that would be kind yeah cool. that chewy looks cool too yeah like it looks the, badass that, uh whatever you call it wookie rather yeah 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 it looks kind of cool i i do want to play the uh ninja gaiden games if that depending on how much that is i'm guessing it's going to be like 60 bucks so we'll see but yeah i know those games were pretty at least the first two were pretty solid and kind of difficult back in the day and they're highly touted i never played them because i don't 
I didn't have an Xbox till Xbox 360, and I'm, I didn't really play it that much, so um, never got a chance to give those a shot. But um, yeah, how did you feel about it as a whole? I know a lot of people were kind of let down by it. I don't know really what people were expecting. I guess since it was Zelda's 20, 35th anniversary, people were a little bit disappointed in the Zelda news that was not there. Yeah, I, I think that maybe people were... Like, they had their expectation, and if it wasn't met, they was kind of, like, flopped to them, which I get yeah. it. If you're gonna If you're going to put yourself or put them on that pedestal of expectation, and if they don't meet it, then you're going to hate them for it, in a sense. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. For me, I think they landed okay, because these Joy-Cons look fucking sweet, and I can, like, stand up and you, like, feel like I'm super powerful by pushing people with my shield or cutting people up or something. So um, I think it'll be, I think it's good, but I think with breath of the wild too, I think maybe people more wanted information on that Yeah. versus everything or anything Skyward else. Sword. I, yeah. I think even or maybe, if they, go ahead. go ahead. I was going to say, or maybe doing like, I know people were talking about a gold cartridge of some sort. So that would have been really fucking awesome if they did that. Well, the funny thing is I don't know. like, what if they, I mean, I could totally see Skyward Sword being like on a gold cartridge and Nintendo just not even talking about it. Cause that's just how they are sometimes. Like sometimes they do the coolest shit and it's like, they don't even realize that it's cool, you know? Yeah. Um, they just fall into it backwards because that's how they roll. But mm. I, I think I was a little bit less down on it because I thoroughly enjoyed, uh, Skyward Sword and, I'm more than happy to like pay 60 bucks to play it again. Um, I would love to see Wind Waker because that's one of my favorite Zelda games, if not my favorite all time. So um, that'd be cool. And maybe we'll get more news as the uh, year carries onward because, you know, it's only February. And exactly. You never know. Maybe just something super fucking cool will come out later on this year and then you'll be like slapped in the face like, oh, shit. Yeah, I should have just waited and shouldn't have been so rude right off the bat (laughs) yeah one thing i did hear this week is that it's also late in august or something it's metroid's uh 35th anniversary (laughs) oh that's Um, awesome which is cool but apparently i mean a lot of people probably know this but metroid hasn't really historically performed well in japan it's more of a american like united states specifically uh property or I guess one that's more popular here than it is elsewhere. And I'm kind of hoping they release that prime trilogy or we hear something about that soon. But I, I just don't know if like the Rona has just really screwed up Nintendo's production or what. But. Well, I mean, I think it did with a lot of companies. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it kind of, there's a lot of things that could have happened last year, should have happened last year, but you know, they couldn't, do anything extravagant or big because of the coronavirus. But hope I think a lot of companies and places, they're going to do what they can for this year in hopes that it will get good feedback. Hi, Ruben. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. And like I said, we got a, a long year ahead of us. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's still the beginning. Not trying to rush it either. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the next uh, Japanese console that owns our hearts which is the sony playstation um 
Jim Ryan did an article or an interview rather with GQ Europe or UK and uh, kind of brought some things to light that we didn't know of before, which uh, mainly that I think this was announced in a blog later too um, about the next VR, which is kind of funny because I feel like whatever Jim Ryan says, you should expect the opposite to be true like two weeks later because I swear it was like a month ago that he said that there was not going to be a VR2 or that they were more kind of implying that they weren't focused on it or we shouldn't anticipate it soon, which I guess is still true because it's not coming this year. But uh, they did in a PlayStation blog, they did announce that the to expect the next gen of VR, which will um, kind of uh, apply some of the cool shit we've had with the DualSense controller into the new controller, which means we're getting rid of the PlayStation Move, which is awesome because that thing sucks. <laughs> and what else? Hopefully inside out tracking, it will still hook up to the console, which makes sense because it's, I mean, otherwise then it would either have to be wireless or not rely on the PlayStation for its processing power. So I feel like they kind of have to go that way. I don't know. Angie, you don't, you haven't done a lot of VR, right? No, and I don't play PlayStation either. Nothing against it, just haven't, I don't have that console. I haven't had a PlayStation since, I think, PS2. Yeah. Maybe. Um, <clears throat> but, I mean, some, a lot of people, I should say, a lot of people do like the DualSense controller. They love it a lot. So, if they're going to be implementing pieces of that into the new VR, that, I think, should help it get more engaged with people we'll see i don't know but um apparently also 3d audio capabilities would be available with the new vr so that would be actually really interesting to see how that works out yeah um but yeah i haven't played vr in general so i'm not sure how this will all go yeah i i mean i have the psvr and it's definitely not the best well, not only the controller sucks, it's probably the best one as far as comfortability goes. It's easy to like play for an hour or two without making your head sore or whatever. But uh, Versus any VR system, you mean? Yeah, because the okay. Quest, because all of the processing power in the Quest is like actually in the headset, it's yeah. a lot heavier. Um, and that one gets a little bit uncomfortable faster. But PlayStations is super uh, comfortable. And I think implementation of those dual sense controls as well as just having one cord because right now like you should see how it's hooked up to a system it's kind of ridiculous how <laughs> many cords there are and stuff so I, I think if it's one wire that you connect to your playstation by USB-C or whatever i really don't think it's going to be that big of a deal because we're still used to having to do that for uh high fidelity like VR games on a PC. So I don't really think it's that big of a deal. So when I read that one wire, I was like, wait, so how many other wires did they have with the other VR system? If that is a thing, I, cause again, I'm not familiar with VR. And even yeah. then when you're doing VR, wouldn't you not want any wires around you or anything to like block? Yeah. Well, the, yeah. And the PlayStation, that's the kind of the downfall of it is it you, most of the games you really had to be sitting down for that reason. You you had That's two lame. cords coming out, but they were like attached. 
and then they plug into this PSVR base, and then the base plugs into the back of the PlayStation, and then the PlayStation plugs into your TV. But if you got the old school one, which I got, like it didn't have the HDR pass through. So then I had to buy a HDMI switch so that I could switch back and forth. It's oh, ridiculous. Gosh. Like it's, it's kind of insane. So yeah. having all that stuff just kind of built in to one thing and being able to just plug it in when you want to, um, it definitely will make it easier to use. So I'm really looking forward to it. I've had a lot of fun with the PlayStation VR games, even though I don't play it that frequently because it is kind of a commitment to like put it on your face and do all the stuff. So, yeah, I would um, assume though, if, the, if there is that wire, I would want it in the back. So then my arms are free to do things. Right. Versus on the side or somewhere. Cause my headset is plugged in on the side of me and it's already in my way. I just want to get it out of here. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You want to play the game and not feel like you're being, tethered basically you know yeah. to something and that's definitely the way the playstation one feels even if you're sitting down and you have the cords organized well like you still feel kind of tethered so um yeah hopefully they'll get that one fixed yeah and i assume 2022 because they didn't say i think they mentioned that 2021 it's not a possibility right now because they just wanted to yeah let you all know whoever you know playstation fans know that this is you know the direction that they're headed Right, right. Well, yeah, with the, also like the, I mean, they can't even get PlayStation 5s into people's hands, you know what I mean? So (laughs) I feel like having a, or putting out a VR system right now is probably not very realistic, so. Yeah. Anywho, and then tomorrow there will be a state of play. So it's the Nintendo Direct of playstation so okay so it says so we're like literally in the exact same spot we were at this point last week with playstation as we were with nintendo because we recorded like the day before the nintendo oh, for sure. last week and then this week we're recording right before the state of play tomorrow so um cool yeah and it says i'll read it here real quick from sid schumann over on the PlayStation blog again, it says, Time for another State of Play. This Thursday, a State of Play broadcast will serve up new updates and deep dives for 10 games coming to PS4 and PS5, including new game announcements and updates on some of the third-party and indie titles you last saw in June's PS5 showcase. It's 30 minutes. I I love how so much shit has gone wrong, and they're, like, constantly adapting, which is great. But now that all this stuff is, like, online or via you know uh live broadcast or whatever yeah. it is um they have to like set people's expectations so this is like uh you next says the show is clocking in at 30 minutes or so <laughs> give or take can't wait to hear what you think and a quick note there won't be any playstation hardware or business focused updates in this show we're focusing on great games set to come out in the months oh. ahead so it's like hey don't look for hardware and don't look for business focused updates. Like it's only going to be 30 minutes. It's games you've heard of, like it's 10 games. Like, so, and I, I, th- I think that's cool, man. Cause otherwise people get their hopes like way high and then are disappointed when there's nothing that, you know, blows their mind. Sometimes it's like, you may as well just tell me the all information right now in the article. Cause then do I have to watch it? Do I not have to watch it? But they just give enough information, but it's, it's baffling that, 
you need like people these days i need to know this amount of time or this what's going to be said because i just need to know versus just right. waiting until it happens right yeah and it's i don't i don't know what i expect there's a few games that we haven't heard from and i'm kind of excited to see what they have to say but they gave a release date for ratchet and clank i think last week or two weeks ago and that's coming out in june um and there are some like the horizon sequel we're thinking is going to come this year maybe i really don't think god of war is coming this year not coming uh there was a kenna no way god of war is not coming there's no way i would put money on that easy because it just came out in three years ago in april the original and I just can't imagine that they, even though the world is built and stuff, that they would transition it over to a sequel already with everything that's happened in the last 365 plus yeah. days. You know what I mean? In my opinion, I mean, what what the hell do I know? I don't develop games, so I'm not saying it can happen. I just would be shocked. And uh, I don't know. I guess I can't really think of a ton of stuff that. I mean, other than just announcing release dates or showing new footage of games we already know about, I can't really think of anything I would speculate that's like a PlayStation exclusive unless they have like Ben Studios who did, uh, oh man, now I can't think of it. Days Gone in 2018 or whatever, um, or 2019, whatever that was. Maybe they're working on something new. There's also been uh, rumors of the San Diego studio working on either an Uncharted game or uh, something like along those lines with one of the IPs that already exists. So we might hear something from them. That would be kind of cool. Speaking of PlayStation exclusives, you know, they're coming out possibly um, or they're talking about it, I believe. Um, uh, Twisted Metal. Is it a TV series, I believe? Yeah, which oh, yeah. I mean, if they do it right, it could be awesome. But I want, I wish they, I wish I could play it on PC. Cause if not Xbox, you know, if I could at least download it from PC or have like a revamp yeah. of Twisted Metal, at least one or two, um, you know, that, that can be played on PlayStation or PC. That would be awesome. I think they'll be way well received if they would do something like that. Yeah, for sure. And I I think that was maybe one of the biggest things taken from that GQ Mm -hmm. article by Robert Leadham over is that they're releasing, I think it's actually Days Gone, oddly enough, on PC. So they are releasing games slowly but surely. I think it's just kind of their top dogs that they're not, that they're keeping in their back pocket to make people go to PlayStation 4 playstation yeah to play well, i mean i get I that mean. that's totally fine um, maybe if you can do yeah. a twisted metal one or two remake have it on playstation for a certain amount of time like xbox does sometimes with their stuff and then release it later for either other consoles or at least pc you know maybe and i i i think they'll do that more so as it carries on it's we're just kind of like at the beginning stages of them getting comfortable with releasing stuff on steam and whatnot so it should be interesting to see what they what they decide is worthy of bringing to pc and what isn't because i never got into twisted mellow metal but my friends i had friends that did and i don't hate on them i just never got into them but uh yeah i don't know about the tv series that's gonna be yeah interesting yeah that'd be interesting to say the least but we'll see 
see how that goes. Yeah. Lastly, we have a update from BioWare that was just released today, actually, on their website, on their blog, that they are uh, killing Anthem. It had been rumored, I think, last week or two weeks ago that EA was deciding whether or not they were going to put more resources towards uh, keeping Anthem going and updating it and releasing the stuff that they had promised on the roadmap. And it seems that they have decided that they are in fact going to kill Anthem next. There will be no Anthem next because it's dead. They killed it. It's gone. Cue sad music. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I never, I played a little bit. I actually, this laptop gaming laptop that I bought uh, came with, anthem oh really and i played a yeah and i played a little bit of it then and it was fine i'm just not very good at looter shooters it it was the controlling of the like bots or suits was pretty badass and i i i don't know i I think it's too bad because i think that game really could have been something else had they put more time and effort into it but I, I don't understand how like Bioware is making another Dragon Age game and they're also making another Mass Effect game and they're also releasing the Mass Effect Legendary Collection sometime this year, I think in June or whatever, or May or March or yeah. whatever the hell it is. So I can't imagine, granted, Bioware is a pretty big studio and EA has plenty of money, but I can't imagine that they have enough resources to do all of these yeah. things. Yeah, I mean, once. it's just. So they probably had to. Yeah, I mean, like I was talking about earlier, like 2020 was just a shit show for everybody and having to resituate things. Um, so having to do all those games, you know, and this one and trying to figure it all out just probably was they put too many cards in their hand and they were just had to remove some. That's what it sounds like. And this one being one of them, which is unfortunate because, yeah, it does look like a pretty sweet game or could have been a pretty sweet game. Um, but you know, just maybe they can come back to it later, you know, maybe at a later date later this year, next year, they can pick it back up, maybe um, make some changes to it. Some maybe some better ones that they will come across, but who knows? It's, I don't know. I think it would be cool to see. I don't know. This Bioware isn't the Bioware of old that we recall from the original Mass Effect and like Dragon Age Inquisition even. So I don't know. I can't say I really like have a lot of trust in them necessarily to make something that we're all going to be stoked about with the next new Mass Effect game and the next new Dragon Age game that they're mm-hmm. currently working on. I don't know. Should be pretty interesting to see because they already had Anthem, which they're killing and was poorly received. And then also Mass Effect Andromeda, which was poorly reviewed and uh pretty terrible from uh their reviews when that game came out so their last two projects have been pretty poorly received i guess to put it nicely and i mean the mass effect legendary legendary collection will probably be good but that's just kind of putting lipstick on something that's already you know reapplying lipstick yeah. let me put it that way on something that's already looks nice so i don't know should be interesting to see where they what we see from them next since they're killing this but 
I think that's about all we have for today. Was there anything else you wanted to talk well, about? Well, I believe we have a mostly normal question, or was that from last week? That's from last week, but you can answer well, it if you want to. Well, I wasn't here last week. So, I know. yeah. Um, who do you go out of your way to be nice to? Literally everyone. Literally everyone. Oh. So, a people pleaser, huh? Who knows if somebody's having a fucking shit day, right? So, like, if you hold the door open for them, or if you just say thank you, or you're welcome, or get something that, like, if you're seeing somebody struggle, pick something up because they have a crutch or something, you know, like, just do it. Like, pick it up for them. It's really not that hard. Um, I know some people these these days are very hesitant with other people touching their things, but anybody that I've came across, they're, dude, oh, thank you, that's kind of you, or whatever. It's... To me, it's not a huge deal. It's just something, it's an automatic response versus just having to do it. Like the pay it forward Yeah, concept. which, oh my God. So I went to, I mean, it was, it was weeks ago um, and I think I posted about it, but I can't believe, I've never had somebody pay it forward for me, like in like a drive-thru before. So somebody yeah. paid for my coffee and I was like so flabbergasted and shocked. I was like, what just happened? Like, I don't have to pay. Like, here's my money. Like, take it. And she's like, no, no, have a great Monday. And I was like, well, I'll pay for the person behind me then. Because, like, I, I would feel bad yeah. if I didn't and just take my coffee and go. I'd feel like an asshole. Yeah, exactly. Paying it forward is a real thing. And it, and I I hope that people would feel the same if something somebody pays for your stuff. Like, you'd be like, oh, well, that's fucking sweet as hell. Like, thank you. And I'll pay for the person right? behind me. It's just a kind thing to do. Exactly. Agreed. I like it. Me too. Be nice right. to people. It's not that hard to do. No. Just, it's, it's, uh, if you're just going to be a jerk, like, just stay home. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then this quarantine was made for you. <laughs> exactly. Which is a lot of people probably like that, which is fine. <laughs> well, that does it for our show for this week. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Angie, do you want to let people know where they can find you at? You can find me at Stellar Smalls on Twitter and Instagram and Twitch. Nice. You can find me at Johnny Sampsonite on Twitter. You can follow the podcast at MN Gamers Podcast on Twitter. Do it. Go, go to our website, mostlynormalgamers.com. You can sign up for our newsletter mostly normal monthly at mngamers.substack.com and that will be i think shit on monday we have to have something <laughs> oh, every shit. every i think only once i've been prepared which i guess there's only been six episodes so that's not too terrible i think i'm doing like 17 <laughs> percent. my math works out there maybe anyway uh you can look forward to issue seven this week so um yeah, go there and sign up and give us follow on the Twitter and all that fun stuff. Write in and let us know what you're thinking, what you want us to talk about, if you have questions for us, how you're feeling, that kind of thing. Yeah, we shared our know. feelings today. You share yours. <laughs> all right. our hearts out. <laughs> exactly. With that, we will talk to you all next week. Bye. Bye.